0: Today, we talk about how to get your voice heard in a noisy world, and I share a few personal stories to show what my experience has been trying to do the same thing. welcome everyone this is the love your brand podcast i'm your host jonathan reed and i'm trying to do something a little bit different today you know it's funny i have been telling my clients and promoting on my channels and social media and the people that i talk to that a brand should be something more than just what you do it should be more than a logo It should be more than just you know a collection of services Um, it should be something that inspires people that uh, helps people live a better life and represent something that people want to identify with because it speaks to them at a deeper level. And I encourage everyone to promote this message through their personal business, their brand, their company, whatever it is that they do, through storytelling, through being organic and by connecting with an audience at a much deeper level than you can when you just make typical like educational content, um, you know, bullet listed social media, you know, Instagram things. We've all seen the type of content uh, where it's just very clearly about a business promoting itself or just trying to give very like technical information. You know, here's five ways you can write better headlines or something like that. And it's not that that type of content is not valuable. It's just that everybody makes it and there's no way to separate yourself from everybody else who's making the exact same thing. And so what's funny is that for a long time, I've been making that generic content that's just about, you know, how do you get more customers or how do you get more conversions and all of that? Because that's the field that I come from. That's what I do with my clients. And I guess the way I've always viewed it is that that's what's important to them. So, of course, I should be making content that is going to be valuable to the people who are you know, looking for specific answers to the problems that they're dealing with. But what I've also noticed is that when I ask the customers that I work with, especially my coaching clients, I do personal brand coaching, helping them use social media and storytelling to, you know, attract more customers and all of that. Um, But when I ask them, what do you believe is the highest value that I've offered? Out of all of our work together, everything that we've done, what, what have you found the most valuable? And almost every time they say something along the lines of, I've really appreciated having somebody working with me in the trenches with me, guiding me through this journey of entrepreneurship or trying to run and start a business. And they just appreciate having somebody who's there with them and helping them every step along the way. And the second thing they'll sometimes say is that they really appreciate helping them become a better writer, storyteller, and making content that naturally does better. Uh, But it's because they're we're, we're doing a process that allows them to be themselves where they don't feel like they have to fake a persona or be this perfect image. They're, they're just being authentically who they are, but like truly authentically, not as a buzzword, but they're using their personal journey to show themselves as a relatable human and showing what they're learning along the way so that they can attract an audience who wants to go on that journey with them and learn from their experience. And what I, you know, mostly what I've been doing, though, is while I have been communicating that message to people and really believe in it, I've also seen resistance to the idea of promoting yourself that way. And I've been frustrated sometimes. Why aren't my clients getting it? You know, why, why aren't they you know, trying something that I've shown with other clients works and uh, that can really help them get results? What they're doing hasn't been working. So why do they keep falling back to the same thing? And speaking of being honest and authentic, I had to take a hard look at myself and realize that, A, I'm making some of that generic content where I'm trying to be perfect, where I'm trying to come off as an authority, where I'm trying to do everything the right way. And my consistency in terms of what I post hasn't really been very good. Now, a a lot of that I would say is because I'm, I'm focusing mostly on helping to create content for my clients, and that takes a lot of time, so... Um, You know, obviously, it leaves a little bit less time for me. And um, I've also been in a fortunate position where a lot of my clients come from referrals and word of mouth and connections and networking. So the necessity hasn't been there enough for me to need to do it. But at the same time, I realized that if I believe in leading by example, if I believe that that's the best version of leadership, then I needed to start doing it myself. And so not only have I become more consistent, I've also tried to show what can happen when you put storytelling and your personal journey ahead of content and technical educational content and what difference that can make. So what I want to do today is talk a little bit about that and talk about why it matters, because we all have the same goals at the end of the day. We, we all want to make more money. We all want to be successful. Of course we do. But what's interesting about that is when you look into the reason why we want those things, Even though it might be the biggest motivator consciously, I would be willing to bet that subconsciously you have bigger ideas and dreams than just making more dollars and, you know, having a slightly higher status on social media. I bet you're probably thinking about the life you can have once those things become more prominent in your life. Because when you think about having more money, what do you think about You think about what you can do with that money when you think about having more followers on social media let's say you think about how that can make you feel how can that make you come across what experiences or opportunities can that create we all have a vision for what our ideal life looks like and all of our actions are in pursuit of trying to attain that life which is very hard to do very few live what they would consider their ideal life or their dream life but we're all trying to pursue it if you're an entrepreneur anyway If you're an entrepreneur, content creator, trying to do something on your own, then you have a, uh, you feel like you have a purpose or a calling to do something more either for yourself or for others or some combination of the two. And that's the area that I've enjoyed focusing on more. Again, going back to making the technical content showing you how to get conversions and make customers and all of that. I don't care about that nearly as much as I care about the impact that can be created when someone offers a valuable product or service that can genuinely make a dramatic effect on the quality of the lives of the customers that they work with. And there's always examples that we can look at. Nike doesn't focus on trying to prove why their shoes are scientifically engineered and technically better than Adidas shoes. They try to show you what can, they try to show you what's possible when you reach your peak performance athletically and in your life. They show you examples by the athletes that they partner with or by the commercials that they make. You know, there was one, for example, where there was, it was just one shot and it was this camera that was, uh, that was uh, uh, following down the road backwards and there was a little bit of a hill. And then you see this slightly larger uh, young man walking trying his best to, to, to jog, it looks like, towards the camera, going down the road, and he's sweating, and he's tired, and he's but he's just pushing forward, and he's never stopping. And then the slogan at the end, of course, is just do it. And it gets the idea across, isn't it? Their, their mission statement is that everybody is an athlete. If you have a body, you're an athlete, something along those lines. Because they really believe in not just helping people who play basketball or run track, you know, run slightly faster or jump slightly higher, although that is kind of what it ends up turning into. Um, Again, they're thinking about what is the potential that if someone receives the benefit of this product, what can it help them go on and become to do? What does it help them? Does it help them reach their goals faster or or, or get there in a better way somehow? And then what is the impact once they attain that goal? When it comes to copywriting, especially when I talk to my clients about is, can you show... this order features benefits and impact that's something that nike does very well that's something apple does very well peloton does this very well they tell you the feature okay so this apple product has a faster processor and it has a you know software user interface that's really easy to use okay that's the feature the benefit means that you can get your work done faster you can do it with a more pleasant experience with fewer problems and we provide Apps like GarageBand and iMovie for free that you can make music and you can make movies and you can kind of unleash your creative side so that the impact is you can unleash your inner creativity. You can be the version of yourself that you dreamed of when you were a kid. You can start that band with your friends. You can become a filmmaker. You can become a writer. You can work anywhere you want around the world and you can have the life you dreamed about if you use this product that can help you do that better than any other product can. You see how there's a whole vision, there's a whole picture that they're painting of what your life can be like, that starts with the features, but it explains how when those features are turned into benefits and then the impact of those benefits, they paint a picture of what your life can look like, not just how fast their processors are. Although they do talk a lot about that lately. They've definitely been making a transition away from that, unfortunately. Uh, under Steve Jobs, it was all about it was all about life. It wasn't about computers. It was about becoming the best version of yourself. It was about unleashing your creativity, you know, reaching your full potential and being who you want to be, and not having anything restrict that, but instead giving you tools to help enhance that ideal version of yourself, that best version of your life. That's something I can relate to personally. When I started my business uh, about twelve years ago, I got a Mac right around the same time and I got an iPhone my first iPhone right around the same time this is like when the iPhone was like a year or two old and what was really cool about it is that they had features that other phones didn't have that other computers didn't have I could build a website for free using a Mac because they had a software at the time where you could do that I had GPS on my phone on my iPhone and that was not a regular thing for actually smartphones weren't really a a thing yet and having GPS usually meant you had to buy a a separate device that you put in your car for hundreds of dollars for a really horrible experience to try to find where you're trying to get to. Um, but because I had the GPS, I had everything in my phone. I put Craigslist ads up on my phone. I used the the, the Mac for creating a website. I used the GPS on my phone. I used some apps to organize um, all of my contacts and my clients. And I was able to get where I needed to get to and promote myself and bring in business basically just off these two Apple devices. And it, and and trust me, (laughs) I tried doing this before with my previous phone and my previous PC. It was a Dell laptop and it was, I was having all these issues with the computer and I got so frustrated that I was like, I I don't care. I've never tried a Mac before. I'm just going over there because it's something different. And obviously uh, it was very appealing to see that the way to see the way they were they were marketing. They used the Think Different commercials where they were showing Einstein and Muhammad Ali and Nelson Mandela and basically saying that these are the type of people that we make our products for. This is what we have in mind when we're creating everything because we wanna help you become that or some version of that because this is what really matters. And that really touched me. So I, I decided, okay, yeah, I will try this out and see where it goes. And I basically believe that I, I was able to start my business because of these products. And so now, of course, as time goes on, because I've seen the impact those products have had on me, when a new computer comes out, what do you think I'm gonna get? I'm never getting a PC ever again in my whole life. I'm always gonna stay loyal to Apple, not just because I love their design or I'm just some kind of, you know, fanatic. Um, It's because I've seen the impact they've had in my life and that impact to me matters more than just the technicalities of the features. Another laptop, another phone might be a little faster. It might have a couple software features that the iPhone doesn't have yet. And although that can be a little frustrating sometimes, it doesn't matter enough. I'm not going to be swayed by just features alone. As long as Apple remains who they are and continues to make things for the same reasons, I'm not going anywhere. The question is, can you say the same thing for your product or service? Are you trying to appeal to your customers based on just the features and the statistics and the You know, basically just the external surface level things that people can get that every single one of your competitors talks about doing the same. Here's a better question. What do you do when you know, like you know that your competitors offer a better service than you do? Maybe they have cheaper prices or maybe they have more services or you just know that you're not at the level that they are yet. How can you convince a customer that they should work with you when even you know that you're not the best option? you're stuck. And the only thing you can do is try to appeal more to the surface external things. Maybe you reduce your price or maybe you, you know, add another service, you know, free of charge or at a discounted rate or you do something to try to get their attention because you're appealing to the lowest common denominator. You're appealing to basically the surface level of a person, which basically says you're only in it to get exactly what you want from an external perspective. You just want the cheapest price. You don't want the best value. So you have to make your price cheaper to try to appeal to customers who just want the cheapest price. And are those the type of customers that you want to be mainly working with the ones who aren't staying with you because they like you believe in you or really see the value? They just want to save a buck. And as soon as someone else offers a cheaper price, they're gone. I believe that's why branding and marketing is so important to use a message of impact over features and painting a picture of the life that someone can live when they fully realize the impact that your product can have or that your service can have or that your content can have. The more you focus on what really matters, the more your voice can start to stand out amongst the noisy crowd of people who are just trying to take, take, take and give shallow value. The second that you start proving that you're about something more, that you care about something more than just grabbing money from that customer, immediately you start to stand out and now you're different than 90% of your competitors. Now there's a few, it's, it's starting to grow as a movement a little bit more. You're seeing more businesses kind of starting with why and talking about, you know, how they're involved in different community, you know, how they're involved in different movements or, you know, community and things like that, which is great. We're seeing things go in that direction. But as millennials become a bigger part of the, the customer uh, market, And they're very good at seeing when something is authentic and not. They have a good radar or or a good ability to judge when something is like this company really believes it. And when they don't, you know, probably half to or or more so of the companies who say they start with why or try to back, you you know, political causes or whatever the case may be. We know they're just kind of taking advantage of it to try to get some good PR for themselves. And so it doesn't really always stick and it doesn't really always work. When you can prove with your actions and not just with your words that you really care about your customers and your community, and you prove it by what you do, not just within your business, but what you do outside of your business, then you have a real opportunity to have a message that can connect and that can help you stand out in a way that your competitors never can. So what I'm going to do now is give you three concrete, actionable steps that you can take to make content that can help you find your voice stand out and prove that you're about something more than just what everybody else is about separating yourself and showing to your customers why they can trust you because again they can feel when you just want their money you just want their business they can feel that they're used to that as soon as you start appealing to something more as soon as try this as soon as you make it clear to them that you don't care about getting their business you actually care about helping them get results even if it's not with you, you'll start getting more business than you ever have before. I used to be a personal trainer at LA Fitness. This is a long time ago. And it was my job to sell personal training packages uh, and to, yeah, get as many customers and sign them up, you know, sign up for, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, try to, to try to get as many customers and sign them up and make as much money as possible. It was a sales job. It was very kind of high pressure. And it was all about, you know, converting and getting leads and making calls and all of that. And I hated it, I don't like pushy sales. So thankfully I had a boss that was like, hey, I don't really care what you do. If you bring in, if you sell packages, then that's good enough. So I decided to do it my own way. And I started meeting with you know, customers and members who were coming through the gym, letting them know, hey, if you'd like to do a free session, you're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do that anytime you'd like. And uh, I'll, I'll give you a free hour session just, just to show you what it's like. And if you're interested after that, I can show you what the options are. And, but here's the key. If we do a session and I don't believe that personal training is actually going to help you, you don't need to see a trainer once or twice a week because you're doing well on your own, or maybe your goals should be a little bit different. Maybe it's just about consistency and nutrition. And I was very clear to them. If I don't think that this is right for you, I'll tell you that and I'll encourage you not to buy it. That which sounds crazy as a sales person, and it was definitely something that nobody else was doing. But what ended up happening is that I started breaking all kinds of records within not just the location that I worked at, but across the entire region. I was setting more appointments than anybody. I was setting more appointments than anybody else was. I was, um, yeah, I was selling more packages than everybody else was. I was creating and what's funny. So I, I transfer the customers to personal trainers. I'm mostly the one doing the training myself. And But people wanted to work with me, even though that wasn't exactly what I, what I did. I had to hand them off to an actual certified personal trainer. And uh, But I really enjoyed that process because I was making real relationships. I felt like I was actually helping people and providing, you know, not a service, but, but, you know, providing real help because I was genuinely interested in them. And sometimes that meant even having difficult conversations. We would do a body mass index where we would uh, basically measure what their BMI is and one uh, lady that I was working with it was it was very very high and it was dangerously high and she said that you know she wasn't you know she's just kind of coming to the gym for fun or just she's just kind of casually getting into it and although I'm very willing to say if someone doesn't need something I was also very willing to say when I believe that it was important for someone to at least try because she was in her 30s and she had kids and I basically made the point clear that you want to be able to see your kids graduate you want to be able to see your your kids you know get married and have kids of their own and i don't care if you buy from me or not i'll call you every day just to make sure you come into the gym and i'll go on the treadmill with you i don't care if you buy or not but you need to get in the gym three to five days a week and you need to make sure that the way you're exercising is the best way for your heart and for actually getting results so screw the package but i need you to take your health more seriously because it's going to impact your family and that might be a harsh thing to say. You could say that it was you know, none of my business or you could say whatever you want, but that's just the kind of person that I am. I would rather offend you if it's going to help you than allow you to continue living a life that's, that's either dangerous or not healthy or negatively impacting others. I'd rather lose you as a friend if that meant keeping you around longer or, or helping you, you know, develop or become better somehow. And because that's what I expect from my friends too. Don't let me coast, don't let me live by low standards and, and, and just accept me no matter what. Hold me to a higher standard. you know encourage me when I'm doing well and give me constructive criticism and call me out when I'm not. That to me is what a strong relationship is. and that's what I do with my clients as well. They you know at the beginning, I was always trying to be friendly and encouraging and if they like missed a session or weren't doing what we worked on last time, I would be forgiving about it, hey, we'll keep working on it. but over time I realized, And some even asked, like, hey, like, I need you to stay, help me stay accountable. I need you, you know, I need your help more than this. And I realized when you're being too friendly and when you're always kind of excusing people's mistakes, you're holding them to such a low standard that you can never help them improve. You can never help them go forward and climb that ladder. And so when you're, when we're talking about having strong relationships with your clients and proving that you really care, people who really care about you are willing to say the difficult things. They're willing to to tell you things that might be uncomfortable or difficult to hear. And at the same time, not as a form of criticism or or, or being a negative towards them, but saying, hey, this is something that I believe is, is hurting you or is preventing you from moving forward. Here's what I'm suggesting or here's how I'm offering to help you move forward and get past that and overcome that challenge. It's always about those two things working together, calling them out or saying what needs to be said, obviously, in a gentle, compassionate way. And then offering a solution to help them improve and get better and making sure they know that you're there with them for whatever however long that journey is to make sure they get to where they need to get to and overcome that challenge caring is not always about being nice caring is about being compassionate and actually caring about someone and helping them get to where they want to get to not just feel good about themselves so if you want to be able to start making content like this here's the three things that i would recommend First, we have to really refine your skills as a writer. It's, it's one thing to be coming from a compassionate place. It's one thing to be coming from a place of, of care and wanting to help people. But if your writing level is not at the point where it needs to be to capture attention and to engage and to inspire, then the message isn't necessarily getting across. So what I recommend is a couple and things in, in, in for, for this tip, which is to one, start writing every single day, even if you're not making content, even if you're not posting it. We want to increase your comfort level with writing and getting you comfortable with using your own voice when you're writing and getting away from articles and technical educational content and just telling stories. And the best thing that I recommend here is you, you probably have uh, messages. You think about them as the benefits to your product. Let's say you are, um, you know, let's say you're, you're a personal trainer. OK, obviously, the benefits of exercise are pretty clear. And so don't think about how you train. Think about the benefits of training. Think about why exercise is important. And so if one of the benefits of exercise is that it helps give you more energy, create content about how you've gained energy because you've been exercising lately, how your friend has gained energy because they've been exercising lately. Here's a study that shows that when you exercise three to five times a week, 30 minutes a day, it increases your energy and productivity by 27%. Tell people how... It's actually impacted lives. And again, the best way to do that is sometimes to just tell your own story. Four years ago, I was really out of shape and I was having a hard time working a full day, you know, full eight hours. And I noticed that I wasn't exercising like I used to. So once I started doing that, I got myself into a routine. I went jogging every morning. I lifted weights three times a week. I started feeling much better. I started feeling stronger. I started feeling more confident. And that's a feeling that I want to help give everybody else too. Okay, that's an easy post that you can make right there in just a few minutes. And that I guarantee you, will connect a whole lot more than three you know, ways that personal training can you know, help you, whatever, like people don't care about the service you offer until they understand how the service you offer can help them. And I've, har- I've had a hard time with, with coming up with the right language here, but it's not about your service or your product. Again, it's, a, it's, it's basically about the science or the philosophy or the method or the approach. Show people again, so if your service is personal training, your real service is exercise, accountability, and support. Again, what are you really providing? It's not just the name of the product, but it's the the method, the approach, the philosophy that you use. Start with the approach and the philosophy first. It's about exercise. It's not about personal training. Here's the benefits of exercise. And if you want help to make sure that exercise is effective and helping you reach your goals, By the way, I do offer personal training to kind of help get you started and build that momentum. So again, start getting used to writing and telling stories about the approach that you use, about the methods and philosophies that you use and why you believe they're important, and then communicate how you have a product or service that can help them benefit from that approach as much as possible. Write every day, sharpen your skills, look at examples of other people who are telling stories in this space and you'll start becoming good at it as well. The second thing is doing something worth writing. One of my my um, favorite quotes I've ever heard, I think it's like Benjamin Franklin or something like that. He, uh, he said, uh, uh, write something worth reading or do something worth writing. And I think that's amazing advice because I'll either become an amazing writer, like we talked about in the first step, and or again, look for opportunities that you can prove your message and you can prove again that you care about customers and community and show what you've done to show that this is actually who you are a quick example of this is you know compassion and caring is obviously a big part of my brand i have a company called care branding and one thing i did a few years ago i was at a coffee shop and i was just working on my own and i saw this gentleman who was sitting uh, clear? Uh, sorry, that was sitting uh, close to me, and it looked like he was alone. Nobody was coming. It looked like he was kind of expecting somebody, and no one came. And you know, there was a, a you know no ring on his finger. He looked like he was uh, maybe tearing up a little bit. He looked kind of sad and down. And uh, there was a huge part of me that that wanted to go up to him and, and see how he was doing and comfort him or, or whatever I could do. But I was also kind of uncomfortable with approaching a stranger and, if you know, should uh, is is this a, a polite thing to do, is this, I don't know, I was kind of battling internally between what I felt needed to be done, but with my own fears and insecurities. But then I decided, look, if he needed someone, I wanted to be that someone. It's more important that he gets help than I just don't feel nervous or afraid. So I went up to him, had a conversation with him, we talked for like 30 minutes, had a great time, learned about his story. And, you know, his wife passing and things like that and what he's done since then, he's traveled and tried to live the best life that he could live. We had a great conversation and we were both in a great mood and and just felt very positively afterwards. And he ended up leaving and, and it looked like he felt a whole lot better after that conversation than he did before. And I felt a whole lot better, too. So I believe that when you use compassion and you put other people's needs in front of your own, maybe insecurities or vulnerabilities, you can create real change and you can really help people in a very, uh, in in a way that really impacts them and makes a difference. Okay, so that wasn't an article, that wasn't educational content, but it was proving a point that through my actions, this is how you act on the approach that. I recommend I always say that branding is actions words design in that order and so what I did there by telling that story not right not writing an article is I proved how an action can have impact and giving the advice that you can do the same thing through your business how is it that you can impact someone on a personal level regardless of if they buy or not regardless of any sort of personal gain and even even if it means overcoming a challenge that you have yourself maybe doing a podcast or doing a speech or doing something on video that might be a little uncomfortable. But if you have a story to share, if you have something to say that you think can help people, do your best to overcome that because you know the value that it's going to have to them. So write something worth reading or do something worth writing. And the last one is just leading with compassion and empathy. The more Oprah had a quote that said, understanding someone is one of the most intimate things that you can do because everybody wants to be understood. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody feels because very few people receive the level of compassion and encouragement and support that we actually need. And so when you can be a voice that provides that for someone, when you can say, again, going back to the personal training example, maybe you're struggling with energy, you know, maybe you're struggling with weight loss. It's not your fault. There's a lot of conflicting information when you're researching how to diet and how to lose weight. Exercise is difficult. It's difficult to know exactly what you're supposed to do. And I bet you're trying your best. I bet you're really trying because you know the, the health consequences and you know the, the benefits of living healthier, the energy and the confidence and the appearance and everything. And because this is what you're struggling with and these, this is the goals that you have, I want to do my best to, to help you achieve those goals by helping you overcome those challenges to make it easier for the whole process to work for you. You see how that approach is a lot different than just saying i offer personal training services for 45 dollars an hour at this gym where we'll do you know crossfit or something so you know that's that's not going to appeal to somebody if they don't know a how that's going to benefit them and if they maybe think that's for somebody else or that's not for them or they'd feel uncomfortable with it try to resonate and relate to their struggle and offer understanding and compassion That's how you truly connect with somebody and prove to them that you actually care about helping them and again not just getting money from them so those are the three things i would suggest to to wrap this up is to write more often write every day do something worth writing and lead with compassion and empathy. That's going to take you a lot further and help you stand out much more than just, again, doing the same kind of content that everybody else does. You don't need to make content every single day and just give value, give value, give value the way that some kind of, you know, gurus would tell you to do. Give value through connecting and through compassion and through taking action on your message. That's going to connect and resonate and end up getting you more reach and more of those metrics that you want anyway. I used to make that technical educational content. I started off on Instagram getting 30, 50 likes per post, you know, um, and not getting a lot of followers. I started a new page from scratch. And then as soon as I decided, look, I need to practice what I preach and start doing storytelling and showing my personal journey, that 20 to 50 likes per post skyrocketed to 800, 1000, 1400 likes for these new types of videos I was doing because I was showing, hey, I'm on a health journey of my own. Here's how I'm doing it, and here's how I think what I'm learning can help you. And I was showing myself working out and running and sweating and having, you know, struggling through the process. But you see the results from video to video, the video that I make, and that inspired people. I was getting so many comments and so many DMs and 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 much more followers than I had before because people were inspired by the journey. So now, if I said, "Hey, if you want to see similar results," like I've been showing, or if you, if you want some help to encourage you through this process, because the underlying message is you've just seen me push through challenges and achieve a lot in this time frame. I want to help you both to do the same. I understand where you're coming from because I'm showing you where I'm showing you the struggle so I can prove to you that I understand yours. And I'm showing you that I'm getting results in spite of that struggle. I'm overcoming those challenges to get results. Therefore, it's obvious that I'm qualified to help you overcome your challenges too. So I'm, I'm I'm marketing myself and I'm selling the benefits of my message, the benefits of my service by never talking about my service. I'm proving it with my actions, giving compassion and making enough content so people can, can see the message enough um, that it can prove why I'm valuable and how I can help and that I actually care about helping. So that'll wrap up today's podcast. I hope it was helpful. If you would like to contact me, you can go to my website. JonathanMReed.com. it should be uh, there should be a link underneath the podcast description but i love meeting people connecting networking it doesn't just have to be you know reach out if you want to help or reach out if i can work with you if you just want to have a zoom call if you want to get some coffee if you're in the portland area if you just want to ask a question if there's anything you think i could give you some advice on i love doing that genuinely so feel free to reach out if there's anything that you'd like to talk about or connect about And, um, I'm going to be doing these podcasts more often and doing this more casual conversational style rather than reading a script, which is what I was doing in the previous ones. Cause again, I want to connect. I want to create real relationships. I want to make a real impact. And I think that this is going to be the best way to do it going forward. So thank you everyone for listening. Have a great day. We'll see you soon.